March 15th. Driving the pass to go ski for fun by myself in Grand Teton Park. My first longer recreational day of skiing as a as a dad. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, and combining the commute with my parents' arrival to the Jackson Airport. So I'll ski for the morning and then pick them up early afternoon uh, for their visit. They'll be here 10 days, which is pretty sweet and is very, very helpful timing. We're, Rosie and I and Charlie are right in the thick of it now. We sort of miscalculated a little bit on the a few things uh, notably this past week Charlie sort of grew out of her super sleepy newborn phase which apparently is a thing that is prone to happen bound to happen and sure enough it did uh, she's sleeping less and eating more frequently sort of grouchy in between. We're hoping this marks the the low point of her sleep cycle timeline. Good reason to believe that's the case. And then I I ramped up my, my return to guiding this past week, including one of the moments I checked in with a previous podcast, or a couple of those times, but I, basically I was guiding a day, then home a day, then guiding a day, then home a day, then guiding a day. So it was three days of guiding out of five. And those two days in between, I also had uh, a freelance writing project to finish up that I was poorly organized with. So essentially I worked five days in a row, which people do, apparently, out there. They work five days at a time. But didn't feel that good for us to do that uh, with a three-week-old baby at home. Uh, yeah, Rosie got Rosie got maxed out with good reason. It's it's freaking hard. It's it's crazy how hard it is. To just like she, the baby will eat every hour for five or six hours, and then be awake and uncomfortable in some way or another for three or four hours and then eat again and maybe sleep for two hours and so on and so forth. It's exhausting. Even with two of us, it's full on. And with just Rosie, it was it was too much. There's no question. We did we had had Rosie's mom for the first ten days. Then we had two full weeks or it's just, just just Rosie and I, and now we have 10 days with my parents, uh, which will be very, uh, very beneficial. One of the overwhelming themes that I'm observing here, from the moment we walked into the delivery room with Rosie in labor, it's just basically just she and I in there, and then every once in a while the nurse would come in, and late in the game the midwife came in, and for actual delivery, the babe, you know, more people came in. But uh, those hours when it's just she and I in there 
I, I, you know, learned and started to learn and I'm continuing to learn that this is not a process that's meant to be done as a team of two. It takes a village is the cliche, and it's very true, especially in these early weeks. And I don't need to tell pandemic-era parents challenges. We're quite fortunate that we're that we're not doing this in the in the height of pandemic shutdowns. I have great friends who had a baby on March 25th of the year 2020. Their baby was a month early. That was, and that was a crazy time in history, and they both lived far from their families. I, I, I just like feel for them so much. That was an epic time. Stress times stress times stress squared. And doing it even for us without the pandemic uh, is, it's stress times stress. We're, we're, we're not particularly well connected socially and, and we're, we're, we're feeling that uh, feeling it quite intensely right now um, yeah feel kind of alone uh, a few reasons for that I think are, are telling and interesting um, the pandemic we just have a cultivated casual to close new and fresh social relationships for the past two years uh, we're both introverted I, I, Rosie might disagree with that a little bit but uh, for herself I'm definitely introverted my work is very social actually it's a, an intensely social it's the most social job I can think of Really, it's I spend hours and hours for days and weeks at a time, sometimes with the same person in close, intimate contact, and uh, with with multiple people over the course of a year. Any any given week, I might spend time with a handful of people, and very close, very uh, you know intimate close work time which is great it's the biggest perk of the job it's also exhausting it means that my I, I, I'm not what 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 little social energy I have in the first place I, I basically spend at work and and that is just a, just a survival reality I like coming home to Rosie and now Rosie and Charlie and and don't have a ton of juice left over uh, but there are certainly many many times where I feel the the sting of that so work at the, the social aspect of work has boundaries right it's just not as it's not the same as interacting in that way with without the business overlay of it uh, and then there are times but the seasonal nature of my work means that there are times where I don't have a ton of work socialization in the mix S- yearly seasonal and seasons of life uh, like right now where I'm not guiding as much so feeling the, the sting the the, um, the lack of, of great social connection and then on Rosie's part she's 
newer to the Mountain West and newer to Idaho. She moved to Teton Valley in February 2019. 13 months later, the whole world shut down. And that's not that long to, to uh, immerse oneself in, oneself in, a, in a community, especially when your partner, me in this case, is, is not, not super social either. Uh, and the pandemic just pushed the pause button. As the pandemic restrictions lifted, Rosie got pregnant. And which is freaking awesome, but also affects socializing, especially in uh, the athletic communities we love so much and that I've immersed myself in. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's sort of a, a, a tougher social reality and we're feeling that as we sit alone with our beautiful little baby. Uh, but we're, we're doing better. We're, we're reaching out. We're, uh, family visits are so clutch. Um, yeah, it there's a the trajectory is is positive, uh, and socially for us, and in terms of the baby stuff, like Charlie will start sleeping more. She she can't sleep any less. She sleeps less than we do. It sometimes it seems like uh, right now, and she will we. But I, and talking about it, I sort of observed to Rosie we couldn't stop her progress towards greater independence if we tried I think you know now all we want is for her to be at least a little bit less dependent upon us and there will be times where we lament her growing independence uh, we struggle right I think parents do new parents especially to to know what's are we doing thing is it, are we holding her too much is she eating enough is she sleeping enough is she sleeping too much is she eating too much are we not holding her enough so on and so forth and uh the fact matters that she's her her development is just going to proceed regardless of what we do as long as we're we're paying attention and proceeding with intention we're pretty I'm pretty confident in our in our parenting style so she's going to she's going to get more independent we're we're focused on on engaging better socially uh, yeah the major take-home is that I probably work too much too soon and that's the that's the, the burden of a freelancer is that I get to the, the double-edged sword of this freelancing. I get to decide my work schedule. And the uh, the flip side of that is that I also have to micromanage my work schedule. And I, I have to have, have the opportunity, which is a, a, a tyranny of choice of sorts, uh, to... Uh, second guess that work schedule every day 
and every moment I go to work, I could also just choose to stay home. Uh, and that's, you can't choose to stay home every day, but you also can't choose to go to work every day. And when you externalize that choice with a, with a fixed schedule on someone else's agenda, it's all a little easier to swallow. That, that, that much I'm confident. I have not worked in a, for, for a long time in a, in a scripted, on a scripted schedule, but I, but I do know that the uh, outsourcing that decision-making process is quite liberating and taking on full freelancer scheduling responsibility. Uh, is a burden at times like this where, where all I can do is hem and haw and switch and regret and so on and so forth. So my last podcast, I was quite optimistic and, and, and proud of my my work schedule administration. And now, I'm, I, you know, I sort of, the tide has turned a bit and, and I'm feeling the other side of that, um, that I that I work too much too soon. So yeah, a full, you know, basically it added up to a full week of work at week, week three of, of the baby's life, um, for me, was too much too soon.